Welcome to Get Animated, the anime watch-along podcast with the hosts of Get Played. I'm self-proclaimed hallway trap body burst, Heather Ann Campbell. I'm self-proclaimed head-popped cop, Nick Weiger. And I'm self-proclaimed chrome jock, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the premiere anime podcast where we're talking about cyberpunk edge runners here on the autumn of cyberpunk. You know, speaking of the autumn of cyberpunk... As I've been playing through the game and DLC, which we will talk about in the main feed, and if you're listening to this, you've probably already heard some of that, there is an Aristotle quote that T-Bug, an NPC, says that I realize is is kind of a thesis statement for this series. I'm going to read this. This is is Aristotle via T-Bug. I think I know the quote. The fact is that the greatest crimes are caused by excess and not by necessity. Wow. That's that's beautiful. Aristotle said that? Aristotle said that. The greatest crimes are caused by excess, not by necessity? And not by necessity, yeah. Well, it depends on... If you're defining... Like, I'm sure Aristotle would have had, like, philosophical issues with calling somebody stealing bread to feed their family a crime. Yes. So he's going to say the greatest crimes... Like the 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 majority of crimes aren't even crimes. Yes, what he's saying is that like when you start when you start talking about things that are, you know, for instance, like like what the Arasaka Corporation is doing here. Yeah. Or you know, like the the, the like like when you're actually trying to, it, it, the disease of war when you actually are trying to acquire so much so many resources, um, m- way more than you need. That's when you do things that are truly. Uh, abhorrent and uh, inhuman. But if you're just talking about like, yeah, I need to grab this thing because I'm hungry, that's a different thing. And that that's not that's not the greatest crime. I don't know. Depends what, depends on who's talking about it. What is the greatest crime? Hmm. It's a question for Hercule Poirot. <laughs> I think the greatest crime is yeah. No, it it's like it, and greatness in terms of of uh, uh, vastest in scope. Um, I, I, I got my answer. Yeah. The Iraq war. Oh, pretty bad. Pretty bad crime. Uh, you know, definitely also that you could also just push, push back to things like, you know, colonialism, uh, just in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any sort of, any sort of thing where we're kind of just, uh, blighting the landscape and, uh, slaughtering and immiserating people for, you know, one person's wealth, and and that's a thing that continues to this day, unfortunately. In but case, that, in case yeah. you're wondering, like, has the tone of your favorite premiere anime podcast shifted? It has. Uh, Nick came in in a robe today, yeah, and a pipe. He's yeah. he's been like he's been like I have some thoughts all all afternoon. He kept saying I'm in my Hugh Hefner bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the greatest crime ever is uh, uh, DB Cooper. It's that, a great crime. It's really good. <laughs> it's a good crime if he it's got away really... with it and he didn't fucking turn into smush. Oh, there he goes. There, there, there's uh, Trump with the shouldn't have got caught defense over here. Did he get away with it is the thing. <laughs> Did he get mushed? Did he get sucked into a jet engine? Yeah. I mean, oof. I mean, that's that would be a real bummer on the longevity of that crime. Yeah. Like that he hopped out and immediately was mush. Yeah. <laughs> but I would assume that the exit was behind the engines. Otherwise, otherwise, there's no way he wasn't mush. So, uh, yeah, D.B. Cooper may just be the answer to that question. It's uh, epic. But again, it was by ex. That was excess, not necessity. Oh. He didn't need a second parachute. 
I think he needed a third, probably, it sounds like. We don't know what happened to him. <laughs> uh, rest in power, D.B. Cooper. <laughs> rest in power, King! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got more cyberpunk edge runners to discuss this week, but before we do that, the question comes up as it always does. Team, what we've been weebin'? What we've been weebin'? Hi, it's me, Ash Ketchum, Pokemon Master. You've heard my voice most recently on Get Played when I dropped in and harassed my favorite friends. Wait, that happened? You don't remember it? Nick, I mean, you've got to keep up the kayfabe. These are recorded concurrently with no, Get I, Played. I know that. Maybe I should have made more an impression on you. <laughs> anyway, I'm back here on my home podcast, Get Animated, where I'm asking you, what you been weebin'? And, uh, I, I, I guess, I guess, Matt Apodaca, I chose you! Okay, so... It's a little light, but I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. What I like to do when I'm reading my Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw my, Man. My, my stories, the only manga that I'm caught up with, I like to let a couple weeks go by. Mm. Mm. You you let it simmer like a good stew. Exactly, pleasure to layer. What? What the fuck? It's is the thing that, that Penelope Cruz says in Vanilla Sky. <laughs> <laughs> you can't <laughs> extreme confidence where he just rolled in with a quote from a movie from 1999 <laughs> and, was, and did a, 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 a subpar Penelope Cruz impression. But and then full just, also, like, also, and like, looked, yeah. looked at us like, you guys, you guys yeah. know you the get it? Layer quote. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, you know, no wonder uh, Yeah, Nick had that seared into his memory. Uh, <laughs> but I've never seen that movie. Should I see that movie? Uh, it's okay. I think, uh, here's it's got one I good think. part, it sounds like. <laughs> I think in the context of the late 90s where something is wrong, we're all, like, this is all fake. Yeah. It's it's an interesting watch. But yeah, it's, it's right. Like, it's like any any old anime you watch, you have to, like, put it in context. And the same is true with Vanilla Sky. Like, you have to kind of triple team it with The Matrix and Existence. And then you're like, mm. oh, shit. We we were really going through something. Yeah, yeah. It's no matrix, but it is. But it is. Yeah. It has some fun spots. Um. So also, yeah, there's you a, know Tommy C runs fast in it. I'm sure he's running. He's got he got a great run. Got a great run through a deserted Times Square. That was also the other thing because it was like the 28 Days Later era where it was like, what if we just took a populated space and we permitted it and we, there was no one there. Like Although, that was like the big stunt they did. Twenty eight days later, they did it by just getting no, up early. No, they did permanent. Yeah, they did. They just, they just got up super early. <laughs> they, just, they just woke up early yeah. in London, and it was like, well, nobody's gonna be out. Yeah, yeah, and they just did a run and guns. Partly why it kind of looks like shit. Um, um is the wow, yeah? The, what the fuck? He's hot today. No, but that was like a thing. It's like the they, robe. They were limited. It's look. It's the robe. It's the pipe. It's the whole thing. It's, it's my half energy. The. <laughs> They they use prosumer cameras. Like, they use the digital cameras yeah. that were available at the time. If you watch that now, it does not look like modern digital photography. It looks like what, you know, it, 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 it does kind of look like shitty. It looks a little gritty, but I mean, I think that was by design and that let them get away with those quick shoots because they can't fucking, you know, they, they couldn't have shot in like fucking 35 millimeter run and gun uh, yeah. in the deserted streets of London. They you wouldn't know, have been able to pull that off. You know what else looks gritty? What? The mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers. Thanks for saying that, Matt. Uh, another great thing from Vanilla Sky. There's a, and this is a Jay Leno joke. I remember. 
That again, maybe a thing that only I remember. What but it's is like, happening? He's like he's like having some kind of like cyberpunk style. Like he's he's deep diving on a single moment in yeah. history. <laughs> or he's like a you know he's like a like a Vietnam vet, sort of like talking about <laughs> the, the old days. Uh, the there's a so there's like a whole like you know what is what is real what is fake. Um, and uh, Jay Leno had a joke about that movie. Is like, hey, you're playing uh, Vanilla Sky. Where is uh, you're playing Vanilla Sky? Where uh, Tom Cruise is having sex with uh, Penelope Cruz, and she turns into a he has a nightmare. She 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 turns into Cameron Diaz. Oh, what a nightmare! <laughs> <laughs> and so, just to be clear, that's what you think Jay Leno sounds like. <laughs> yeah, kind of like. Exactly like Penelope Cruz. Exactly, yeah. Um, pleasure delayer. Yeah. So anyway, I'm I, I'm a uh, pleasure delayer when it comes to Chainsaw Man. Yes. I like to stack them up, uh, let them collect a little bit, and then I like to sit down with my iPad and just have a little time reading and you know swipe swipe on the screen, yeah. flip page after page, issue after issue. And I can now say once again, I'm caught up with my favorite manga, and something weird is going on. <laughs> The, so we're at a place in the arc right now where I think I can confidently say I don't know what's going on. Wow. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting um, – a lot of interesting things are happening. I don't necessarily know the comment that it's trying to make so far, but um, I'm very intrigued. And I, I like I like everything that I've read so far, but I'm puzzled at what the resolution could be. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, reading more. I was also, you know, my Chainsaw Man fandom uh, extends to beyond the anime and the and the manga. Uh, well, this is back to the anime, I guess. But I've been reading on the the uh, the subreddit for Chainsaw Man that the the Blu-ray sales in Japan are are not good. They're very low. Yeah, Heather had mentioned yeah. this. I think it's it's the. There, there has been a a bit of a backlash in the Japanese uh, uh, segment of the fandom towards the anime adaptation. Yes, and which uh, I was surprised by. There, there's a lot of speculation that the low sales might lead to a no season two, but they got to do season two. That would be among the most baffling. Like, yeah, there's a Uniqlo collab. You can't be more mainstream than yeah. You can buy T-shirts for Chainsaw Man all over the world at Uniqlo. Yeah, like I, I can't, I can't imagine there wouldn't be a second season. I, I wonder if there is a world where it goes to a different studio. Interesting. I could see that happening. That does seem to happen with shows sometimes. I mean, it's also like they the the arc, the first arc is like not resolved in the first season of the anime. Right. So I would feel feel like they'll at minimum get that far. And also they probably have to be animating it already workflow wise in order for it to release in a timely fashion. I would hope so cuz I mean, I'm thinking about popping it back on and watching it again, but I also I want that Blu-ray on my shelf. Mm. It'll, I think it'll sell gangbusters here in the states. I would imagine. A Blu-ray? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know, for Blu-ray. Fucking anything sells. Well, I know one thing that does, and can't talk about it here. Blu-ray of Vanilla Sky? Well, yeah, you can't can't find it. You got one? one. I thought you were reaching into your bag to show me. (laughs) (laughs) Then you guys are in a simulation. (laughs) What the fuck? Uh, But that's it for me. I'm still really, I'm I'm baffled by uh, Chainsaw Man, but in a way that I'm uh, really enjoying. Wow. Uh, who wants to, who wants to go next? 
Thanks, yeah. Matt. I'll choose. He- Heather, I choose you. Thanks, Ash. Uh, I don't, I mean, like, what 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 have I been weaving? Um, you had a Chainsaw Man thing to add, right? Well, yeah, I was gonna say that uh, Casetify has a Chainsaw Man collab, and this isn't an ad. Uh, I've been looking for a new case for my phone, as one does, and uh, I was thinking about getting a Casetify Evangelion one. I was thinking about getting a Casetify like just cyberpunk style one. I've been looking for a good cyberpunk. I'm I got cyberpunk on the brain, right? And I've been looking for a really good cyberpunk phone case. Truth is, there aren't any. Mm. You can't even find... Like, what I would love is one that looks like it's from within the world, which is my favorite kind of branding. It's like, oh, it's the bag that Kiki wears in Kiki's delivery service, and you can have the bag too. I don't like a, a James Bond watch. That also says James Bond because his no, fucking yes. watch doesn't say that. It's, it's like the uh, the the, Hall- the Spider Man Halloween costume that includes a, a t shirt with Spider Man on it. It's yeah. like this this costume sucks. Somebody <laughs> looks like yeah. I, I get there. There was a um, there's a Death Stranding watch that I'm not gonna get because it's like a thousand dollars. But like I, it it is just in the world of Death Stranding. And it has like a NASA logo on it. I was like, that's great. Yeah, that that that's a fantastic watch. Yeah. I've seen that watch. Um, but yeah, I can't find a good, there's no good cyberpunk phone case that doesn't either say cyberpunk 2077 on it or have a picture of Rebecca. And it's like, I don't want those things on my phone. I want my phone to look like it's pulled out of the screen of edge runners or 2077, but I can't find that. Uh, and if you have found that, by the time this episode airs, I will have moved on. So don't <laughs> send it to me. Um, but yeah, uh, they've got that Chainsaw Man uh, case to fi phone cases. Those are nice. They got those evil ones. Those are nice. <sighs> I don't know. I, I Sometimes when I talk about products, I get really depressed. We love products. We love products, but there's too many of them. I, I just, I, you know, I just want to feel good looking at my stuff. I just yeah, I, I get that, and I, I don't know how to make that happen right now. I I, I just want to feel good looking at my stuff. I can't. I I look at my stuff right now, and I don't feel good. I wish, I wish there was a good Gundam case. There's not a good Gundam case. Super in a Viking stuff. Not no Viking would carry a cell phone. They don't have phones. Yeah, it's it's insane to get a Viking case. You hand one of these to a Viking. They fucking hit it with their axe. What the fuck is this thing? Yeah, straight to Valhalla fire. with you. They'd say. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. I don't know. I guess, I guess I'm kind of weaving a low energy right now. Oh boy, you were doing fine a second yeah, ago, and then yeah, you started to think about the stuff, and then yeah, I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. You're do- and you're doing great. What you're doing is you're a part of a of a podcast that people enjoy. By the time this episode airs, I may, I may have my next Gundam, the toddler sized Gundam. Oh wow. yeah, and I could be building that. That might be fun. Wow, but. I won't be able to talk about that until I think two episodes from now because we record these slightly in advance. How do they know it's like toddler sized? Because there's a YouTube video that compares it to a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> I've shown you guys pictures of the thing, right? I've, I've seen, seen it. It's a yeah. big boy, yeah. Yeah, it's a huge boy. It's I, a Gundam that a Gundam pilots. I think I just haven't seen the toddler for scale. Like, So I got to check that out. It's toddler. It's It's toddler sized. Wow. It's three feet tall. That's a big. They boy. should put the toddler in the Gundam. 
I mean, if I had a toddler, I would dress them up like a Gundam. Yeah, you gotta. That's funny. As I'm sure I've seen many videos of at Comic-Con. But, yeah, I don't, I I just, I, I wish, I wish I was happy looking at my stuff. Oh, I think you have all sorts of reasons to be happy. Yeah, you'll see. You'll, you're going to look at your stuff later on and be like, you know what? I like my stuff. You want to look at some stuff that'll make you feel some things. Take a look at Cyberpunk Edge Runners airing on Netflix. Wow. We are in episodes five and six right now. Episode five, All Eyes on Me, named, of course, for the Tupac song. And then episode six, Girl on Fire. Named for the Alicia Keys song. Now, Are you sure it's not named for the Bo Burnham song? Uh, I looked it up and it seemed to say it was for uh, those artists, but maybe it is in actuality Bo Burnham. I don't know. It came out after. It could be. I'm, just, I'm going off of what I saw online. So, you know, it, 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 you'd have to talk to Studio Trigger to find out what their actual inspiration was. Do you think not Studio Trigger is named after all of those stand-up specials titled Triggered? It's actually named after uh, the Lone Ranger's horse. Oh, is so, that true? Yeah. So, okay, so <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, uh, episodes five and six. First off, Matt, you said you were – Yeah, I, I know you, you fell off of this show, the, your first watch through. You didn't watch all of it. We're going to talk about it when we get to the finish line. But do you know at which point, as you're rewatching this, do you know at which point you stopped watching? I think I saw up to five. Okay. And then – Six is was I felt like six was like brand new information Got it. to me. Got it. So we're gonna get be getting into uncharted waters uh, for you as we yeah. progress here. Uh, so all eyes on me. The episode begins with a uh, main uh, talking to David, uh, and they're talking about uh, Pilar who fucking got killed. He got got fucking exploded uh, by a, a, a goddamn cyber psycho. <laughs> They've got the. From the previous episode, they've got the golden hands. So it's like the, uh, you know, Pilar was going to like, this was the thing that he got for himself. And Maine is like, look, take these, take Pilar's arms. Uh, but David's like, no, there's another arm I got my eyes on. It's fucking Maine's arms. He's yeah. Maine's arms. Can you imagine saying that to like your friend or boss or whatever their relationship is? If yeah, you, I yeah. sure would love to jack off with your hands. <laughs> 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 so as this is happening they're having this discussion uh and a big part of it is you know just like chroming the fuck up and also you know the idea of legacy and what part of you is going to endure uh here in a literal sense kiwi joins them kiwi gets out of the tub uh she got a bunch of info on tanaka tanaka as we've established by this point is the father of david's bully i like some of the implication here that you have to be or maybe it's said directly and i missed it that you have to be in an ice bath to do deep dives so that you can basically be cooled yes while doing high intensity computing that's pretty much a that's i think a, a larger cyberpunk franchise thing that if you're not in the fucking suit you know if you're not in the full-on plug suit you've got to be in a in, in an ice bath because your body temperature will get so hot from uh how taxing it is on your brain uh and speaking of which kiwis titties and butt all over this scene just a whole <laughs> bunch of nudity here I watched I watched one of these episodes in public. Yeah. Uh while sitting and enjoying I mean if you, so I I I I went boxing and then I went to the grocery cool. store and got four hard boiled eggs loose. 
And then I sat at a table outside of a grocery store eating <laughs> eggs and watching Cyberpunk. Got it. So you just looked insane. <laughs> yeah. You were somebody else's story. I saw this fucking weirdo eating yeah. four eggs yeah, and watching. Sucking down eggs. eggs, yeah. Like a snake. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that story wasn't... When I started to tell it, uh, anyway. So, but my part of the story is... It's hard to watch anime in public. Depends on the show. You definitely can. I, I had this show on my iPad and was going to watch it on the train. I'm like, I can't do it. Because I, I, I just knew that there are enough Auto-jacking sequences. Enough auto-jacking yeah. sequences where I just I don't feel comfortable. And mind you, I've seen people doing worse things on the train. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. But, well, um, <laughs> you've seen people auto-jacking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, the thing that I think is funny about that story, Heather, is that you're concerned about the anime and not just eating four loose eggs. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you see, you see a, a, a girl in boxing gear eating eggs you're like oh she's That's like a she's protein. doing a protein thing yeah right yeah. you're not you're not like why is that that woman eating eggs and yes. honestly if, if i'm being honest although i see yeah god damn it it would be so funny to get like <laughs> like get cocktail attire <laughs> go, to the, go to the grocery store get loose eggs and just stand outside eating eggs a three-piece suit and a top hat yeah the fuck is going yeah, on tuxedo with tails yeah uh Second, like is, is, is you watching high school dxd on his ipad what the fuck is happening if i did see somebody eating loose eggs i'd be like god man I can go for a hard boiled egg. That sounds great. Love they are good. Egg. They They're are good. good. And yeah. I, I think here's my. I know this isn't like a, you know, a, a get swole podcast. It's get animated. Is that a new format? Get swole. Uh, but get I think auto jacked. <laughs> I think that the the protein mixes for protein shakes. I think that shit is not real. Yeah. In the real way that like just eggs is better for your body in terms of protein yeah. absorption 100% that's what they always you know, eat your vitamins like 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 the get 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 uh you know get nutrients from food not from supplements that's yeah. what every dietitian will tell yeah. you yeah so that's why i eat eggs instead of like a protein shake yeah cuz i want to i want to get some muscles yeah yeah totally not like tons but like cloud level so that's not tons Cloud? I mean, I guess he's trim, but he's pretty wiry. He's wiry. Yeah, he's, he's just. Wiry. He's I was called him jacked, though. No, he's cut. I know how jacked he is. He's he's he like he looks good in a dress. That's what I want. He's okay. a wiry short king. He's I not like the. He's not like Barrett. Barrett's fucking jacked. <laughs> Cloud does okay. look good in a dress. Yeah, yeah uh, Barrett. Barrett's jacked. I guess that's the distinction. I just think anybody with muscles is jacked. It's it's you know what it is. It's it's David episode one versus David like later in the series. Uh, like yeah. he yeah. gets fucking yeah. jacked yeah. over yeah. The, the over his as his yeah. arc progresses. And we're not talking Otto. <laughs> <laughs> it has no need. Uh, so that we, we I, I talked about how Tanaka is David's bully's um, father, but this is where Kiwi lays this out for Maine that like, hey, this is like their their target is the father of David's classmate, uh, and Maine is also like, wait, David went to Arasaka. Like all this information is kind of like a revelation to him. Yeah, cause, so because David doesn't seem like a preppy boy. No, he seems like a street kid, which he is. But it's but it's revealed multiple times that not only did he go to Arasaka, but he was like a straight A student. Yeah, he was successful. Uh, he's a, he's a smart kid. That's how he's why he's successful as a as, as a cyberpunk. Uh, okay, so uh, Kiwi also knows about 
that also knows that Tanaka uh, is a is a, a down dirty freak and loves nasty brain dances, and he gets them from J.K. Uh, and uh, uh, Maine's like Rowling, and David's like, no, not that problematic. J.K. There's a different one, Jimmy Jimmy Kurosaki. Uh, who is a guy who David was working with and, you know, talking about auto-jacking, this is the guy who was watching fucking porno ones and auto-jacking in episode one. So they have this info from David. They're going to kidnap Tanaka um, based off of him, like entrapping him by going to JK's studio, uh, Kurosaki's studio, uh, to get his uh, nasty uh, porno fetish DVDs, or BDs, rather. As this is happening... um, they go into this plan to like get Kurosaki and can we just talk about this guy's character design? Cause he's got this thing where he's got like a gold plated nose and like a fake chin. Yeah. He, like he looks so obnoxious and disgusting, but he also looks so cool. It's like how like a fucking obnoxious, uh, you know, person who wanted to be blinged out would be in a future where you can replace parts of your body. Yeah, I do. I mean, between the TV show and the video game, mm-hmm. I think there's just great, character design across the right. board. Everybody looks so fucking awesome and weird and strange and, you know, I think that character, that uh, JK in particular, because he's like, he kind of looks like a pimp kind of, but like, like a, like a smart, or not like a smart pimp, but like yeah. a, like, like a business pimp kind of. It's, it's if you, like the, the person now who like wears too many rings and too many like bracelets and shit, just has like too much like metal on them. Like that would be like, this person would just like have like metal fingers and like a, you know, again, like a metal, uh, like, 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 like gold cheekbones. Uh, and that's kind of what this guy looks like. So they're going to kidnap him. I just want to second what Matt said and say that the fucking design across the board for the entire IP is impeccable it's rad it's really cool and i think that's a big part of what i like about this anime is just like the character designs not just of the main characters and we we did we did talk about this a little bit in a previous episode yeah but just the the care the stuff that carries over from game to anime like just like the hacking sequences and stuff yeah yeah yeah. and then the phone stuff i just i just to me i'm just so immersed in cyberpunk right now that like that feels good always i love that good yeah so as this is happening they, they have this whole plan they have this whole scheme um, they go after uh, uh, Jimmy Kurosaki. They're going to get him at the embers. They go to the parking deck. and But he's got a fucking camera, a third eye camera in the back of his neck that he uses to spot the people sneaking up on him uh, because David is, has kind of uh, has, has entrapped him. And he uses an EMP. They all get fucking knocked out. He abducts David, uh, takes him away. There's a reveal here in the snu- in like a snuff lab. Uh, where David wakes up next to an obliterated corpse and there's just like a whole big pile of corpses and there's this extended sequence of David living out his cyber psycho memories as he escapes from this but we don't realize it's like a a, a brain dance at first it all kind of seems like it's playing out in real time it reaches a point where it starts to stretch uh, credulity a little bit uh, but he's just like you know he's going through and he's like executing cops and shit the first the first two yeah you're like Oh, no. You're like, oh, shit, he's really going for it. They're trying to frame him for something, 
And then by the time he's he's mowing down everybody, you're like, yeah, oh, it's really yeah, it's that thing. But I also like like having watched this. This is a one. This is one sequence where I was like, oh wait, does he do this here? Is like, oh yeah, right. It's the brain dance. Uh, I think it's, it's it is a really well paced reveal. And also, there's a POV shot of David where he's got the brain dance headset on. It kind of flickers on to reveal that this is all in his mind. Um, and J.K. is like in the center of the frame. The frame is all like this like this faded blue. It just is such. It's just so. Uh, such cool filmmaking. Um, J.K. says he's going to turn cyber psycho from the Sandevistan. And David, and I like this, I have this quote written down. I ain't going to go psycho. No fucking way. It's like, dude, you're so going <laughs> to go you're, psycho you're, if you you're, say that. You're like, How you're you? about to go psycho, yeah, yeah. dude. You're like halfway there at least. <laughs> I ain't going to go fucking psycho. <laughs> uh, so uh, Lucy, Dorio have uh, followed them to the site. Um. Yeah, and uh, they get there after David has endured this BD, and uh, and there's like a whole thing here where he also has Jimmy also has a bunch of like you know drones and shit set up. Uh, they're attacking them. Uh, Lucy takes David out of the BD, um, and David is like creating a distraction. Uh, he's like shooting at the drones to draw their fire. And Lucy actually, this was a thing we talked about, but Lucy actually uses the cert, the short circuit hack from the game, the quick hack from the game, which would be sweaty if the show wasn't so good. But because it's so well implemented, and because the the you know the way it is, uh, it fits into the show's uh, visual language, but also that just like the show is also like at a certain threshold of quality, it you you, you give it that leeway. It doesn't feel like a branded uh, tie-in, right? So Jimmy like uh you know surrenders. He's like, "Oh, well, Lucy, you're certainly not a quick hack." Uh and he says, "Fine, f- fucking whatever. I got no choice. I'll help you out with your plan." So um he talks to David and he's saying about like this is how I get my stuff. You got to be careful about the the implants. Again, he's trying to warn him about going cyber psycho. Uh the Edge Runners is also the name of a BD snuff series. Mm-hmm. Uh and um which is one of the other things that is like, I looked at the other things on a shelf and none of them had like interesting titles. I was hoping there'd be some Easter eggs in there, but there wasn't really anything uh, worth mentioning. So Jimmy has been like through this before and like everyone like he encounters, you know, gets too much cyberware. He has this quote, another one quote I wrote down, you either lose yourself forever or die. No in between. And a lot of these people who went cyber psycho are part of the Edge Runner series of snuff uh, right. brain dances that he's got there. And he's basically telling David that that's what his fate is going to be. So now they get Tanaka to come there. Uh, his son's about to get out of the hospital, I guess, after getting the shit beaten out of him by David. That's still lingering. Yeah. Uh, he shows up. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, and he's surrounded. They're all going to go after him. Um, and this is a thing that I really like, which is Tanaka has a bunch of cyberware and it's cool as hell. He's like fucking OP. And it is the kind of thing of like, of course, this rich corporate asshole has the coolest weapons, the yeah. most expensive gear. It's the equivalent of like Mark Zuckerberg, like learning MMA or Jeff Bezos getting jacked <laughs> with a personal trainer. Because you have this much money. He's like, oh, yeah, I want to like I want to be a weapon. Did you read the Zuckerberg quote from I think today? Uh, as of this record, he's being interviewed about uh, MMA and mm-hmm. everything else. And he says, getting hit in the head doesn't actually hurt that much. It just causes brain damage. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking dude is ice cold. Yeah. That is That is the quote of somebody who one day will say, 
I already did it 35 minutes ago. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, her. Right. That's, ugh, what a psycho. It also, it's like, if I was Elon Musk, I would, like, of course, that fucking fight's never going to happen because Musk is a, mm. a liar, a thief, and yeah. a crybaby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but reading it, I'd be like, oh, no, I've picked a fight with, like, a psychopath. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't hurt that much, just causes brain damage. I got a different take. It hurts a lot. Yeah, I don't like it in, in the head. No. Not very, not very pleasant. Uh, so, okay, so Tanaka has this ability that he shoots just like a shitload of needles out of his hands. Sick. Shoots him everywhere, but Maine still subdues him, and he he knocks his ass down, but... But! Jimmy gets a fucking needle through the neck. Throat! Such a brutal... Like, every death has to be extra brutal. Either it's extremely gory or it's prolonged, and yeah. that's the case here. Just like a fucking needle through your throat. What a way to go, just to asphyxiate drowning in your own blood. Um, and, I'm surprised with all this tech that there's not like internal bandage. Yeah, you know there are some in the game. Uh, there, there are some like you know. There's some cyberware you can get that gives some sort of armor. You can give yeah. yourself like a carapace or whatever. Uh, but I, I mean, I guess that's not the sort of thing that J.K. invested in. I'll say, on the violence of this show, uh-huh. something has happened to me. I, I don't know. Where I've come, I think it's some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen. It's so <laughs> violent. It's yeah. so violent. It's so crazy that I just look at it and laugh. I'm like, this is crazy. I can't believe I can't believe somebody drew this. This is yeah. so wild. It's over the the Mortal Kombat like horizon yeah. where it's like, okay, this is so bloody and gory and gruesome and so vividly imagined that it becomes kind of yeah. funny and amusing. There's, I don't know if it's in this one or if it's like in, in another one. Uh, you know, hard to hard to remember, but like you know. Somebody's head could get cut off or something, and it, it looks like they're like still like screaming, but there's like no sound. Kind of, it's like so scary and yeah, awful. Like half their jaw and like one eye will remain, but the rest of them is just like goo. Yeah, I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud. I'm beaming. Yeah, it's 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 like it's obviously it's very gross and very scary, and they uh, don't wish it on anybody. No, but like in the show, I'm like this is so funny. So there's a thing that happens here was as Jimmy is dying. He like makes eye contact with David and like laughs. Oof. It's really intense. It's like just what the fuck. Yeah. It's so dark. Yeah. That would never leave me. I was like, why did this person look at me? <laughs> hey, did you see when Jimmy died? He like looked at me and like laughed. I was like, yeah. oh, no, I didn't catch that. I was trying to like stop the blading. He's like, yeah, it's fucking weird. I saw this. I think that meant. I saw this quote. I don't know if this is true. This might uh-huh. be apocryphal or something, but um, it was apparently uh on his death on his deathbed. Rolled doll, um, like his last words were to his family and friends. Like, I'm not scared about dying. I'm just sad that I'm going to miss you all. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he sort of like drifted to sleep, and you know the nurse thought he died, so then they injected him with morphine. And his actual last words were, "Oh fuck." <laughs> 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 it sounds like a joke, but I, yeah. I choose to believe it. It's funny. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, Jimmy dies. He has platinum premium coverage, which I know this is the wrong takeaway, but 
trauma team is so responsive, it makes me want a platinum premium plan. The idea that like you would be in any sort of medical emergency anywhere and they would suddenly just like arrive in fucking airships is so fucking cool. But because this is happening and because trauma team, like everyone in this universe is heavily armed, they have to delta the fuck out of there. Uh, So they take Tanaka, who's unconscious with him, as the episode ends. Uh, The... The premium uh, trauma team comes in. Oh, great. Weiger shit his pants again. <laughs> Can't stop calling. He's called third time this week. Uh, any uh, any other thoughts on this episode? It does suck. Like, speaking of that, though, it does suck to, like, see how bad the world is. Yeah. And then see a part of it that, like, yeah, the world's bad, but this part of it could be good if you had the means. Like, and, and then wanting that. Like, it sucks. Well, that's, that's what I think yeah. this shit, this franchise is good about yeah it's, it's very us here current Yo, yeah yeah 100 like, like I, what's what's pretty neat about cyberpunk as a genre is that when it was written when like the genre like really took uh like that like blossomed in a in a creation uh it was a lot less on the nose mm-hmm. than it is now like right. it's so on the nose now that like when I'm on Reddit and I see people posting, I got a hundred dollars worth of groceries and it's like six items. I'm like, oh shit, we are we're there. Yeah, yes, we're yeah. fucking there. We're like, hey, Antar- Antarctica had its biggest heat wave of all time this this month. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, that's like that's like preface info in the tabletop game of Cyberpunk, right? So the polar bears up there. Holding Coke bottles to their foreheads, it's so hot. Yeah, you guys hear about this? <laughs> what a nightmare! <laughs> um, the uh, that guy was burnt, right? Am I misremembering that? Le- Jay Leno got got badly burned while he was working on one of his yeah. classic cars, and he was saved by his friend. And there's actually an amazing interview. Uh, that uh, that that a uh, uh, past uh, played guest Griffin Newman has talked about, but it's it's a uh, it's like him on the Today Show, Leno on the Today Show, uh, post surgery, like he looks you know fine, um, but he's trying like he's talking about it, and he cannot take it seriously for one second. He cannot <laughs> like like so like whoever's interviewing him is like it's like Robin Roberts whoever I don't, I don't know who did the interview yeah but it's like uh is is like uh you know but like you were. You were, they thought you were going to die. He's like, man, I should bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there's obviously there's a lot of talk about him just like in the you know not in the news but like yeah, in yeah. the way that like in his the way he's positioned himself in uh, uh, show business. Let's yeah, yeah. Say. Um, I've only ever seen him in person a couple times when I worked at the Improv. His head is bigger than you could even imagine it is. Massive it, head. It doesn't look, it looks so big in, on TV that when you see it in person, it is shocking, but his yeah. eyes are also so blue. Hmm. And I know, I know that somebody that worked at the improv for a long time, for like over like almost 50 years, had a son that died in a horrific way. And Jay Leno was so loyal to this guy that he paid for everything. Like he just paid for wow. the funeral. So, like, I hear these stories. Yeah, he's like screwed people out of TV, but then I hear that he's like a nice man. I'm like, ah, oh, what do you, you know, it sucks. The whole thing sucks. I, I'm I'm pro Leno. Yeah. I think like obviously, you know, some of the, yeah, like exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I think on balance, he, he's, he's a force for good. And he's never, ever touched that Tonight Show money. That's the main thing. <laughs> if you can have work a job where you never use, spend any of the money, 
I mean, that's admirable for some reason. I want him to spend it all one, like do a Brewster's Million style thing, <laughs> spend what, all of it. What are we talking about here? Jay I don't Leno, know this part. He says that he hasn't touched his money. He, he famously yeah. brags that he's never touched his Tonight Show money. Well, where it's did all, all the cars come safe. from? That's uh, from stand up, stand up from touring, from, stand-up. touring from his movie career. Uh, from no his, fucking way. That's what he claims. No, that's what he claims. Uh-uh, nope. He doesn't. He says that he doesn't even know how much he has. Yeah. Never touched well, a nice I'll show buy, money. I'll fucking buy that, but like, I don't believe that this dude. No. You think Mavis is dipping in there? Who's that? His wife. You don't know Jay Leno's wife's you name. Don't you don't know Heather. every single thing about Jay Leno. I don't know anything about. Jay all right, Leno. We're doing the Tonight Show. Leno all nineteen seasons. That's next up on Get Animated. I Here's am the thing. Truly you... sorry, I cannot be there. <laughs> you say this joke earlier. Uh huh. I'm listening to it like in my mind as him saying it. It's really funny. Yeah, he's, it's funny. <laughs> he's, you know, you have to Come dilute on. yourself a certain way to I'm be not, the host of a TV show yeah, like exactly, that. Yeah. I'm not, he's funny. <laughs> I'm not pro or anti him. I just don't know anything about the dude. Not read I, I can't believe they make motorcycle helmets that big. Anyway, continue. <laughs> he's got a big head. <laughs> big old noggin on that guy. You know what's, all, what's maybe the most, one of the more cyberpunk places in the world is like Dubai. Because it's like, oh, they're oh, building yeah. the fucking tallest buildings on earth. They're, they have these opulent, like... Seven star hotels invented new classifications just because of how much luxury is offered there. And it's all being like bought and, uh, you know, serviced by like migrant workers who have their passport seized, uh, uh, you know, see, uh, seized, seized, seized. Yes. Thank you. Uh, passport seized and are working basically as indentured servants. It's like such fucking, it's so grim. Hmm. Uh, also, in theory, you can't drink there. Yes. Yeah. 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 I was about to say, I'd like to go there, but now I take it back. (laughs) (laughs) Episode six, Girl on Fire. Uh, So the opening scene, we got, we're in uh, the fucking, what what do we call that that area? I haven't gotten back there in the game yet. Nomadland? Nomadland. I don't know what What the fuck it's it's called. It's called like the, is it the Badlands? The Outlands? What the fuck is it? Wait, before I want, I want to headline this episode and say this episode's fucking fantastic. It is a great episode. That's Uh, all. Okay, so we got this desert view. Uh, there's a bunch of shit in the distance. We can see Night City in the distance. Um, and there's one dude just running. Uh, and, you know, there's a talk show playing. And we see that it is looking like a young, wiry, lean uh, David Maine. This is young Maine. No chrome Maine. Um, and he's like, we're, we're sort of living through this memory. Uh, and... Then we hear Dorio, and Dorio uh, brings him back to the present. Maine is so fucked up, uh, he can't hold, like, the food he gets from her. He's, like, kind of, like, you're, like, trembling. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Dorio's like, what the fuck's going on with this guy? Uh, trying to stabilize him. Uh, he's on all these meds now. And he's gotten, he's going cyber psycho. I mean, that's just, it, it, it was already, he's already showing signs of it with yeah. his arm rebelling and now it's really uh getting heightened and emphasized here uh i i you know everyone who starts going cyber psycho this happens it, like in the in the anime it happens in the game 
where people are like downgrade, like like get some of the stuff Chrome off of you. What is the process there? If you start going cyber cyber, can you res- reverse it? If you just like take this spine out and take this fake arm off and like just have some more less metal in my body? It's, I assume so. Yeah, it's got to be like not unlike removing a tattoo or something. So right? it's like a yeah. level of toxicity, basically. So it's just like if I get some of this shit out of me, I can start my body can start to repair and recover. But but because it's a compulsion, uh, people are just going to continue to self destroy and. And uh, if anything, exacerbate the problem by getting more. Chrome. Yeah, Got or like it. the way that you can take out like filler that you might get or something, or uh, an implant of of Got sorts. It. I, yeah. I wonder how much of that also is the uh, immunosuppressants that these guys are doing, which are effectively oh, sure. drugs, right? So like you're you've got two things happening. Your body is like actively trying to fight cyberware as an infection and you are constantly pumping yourself full of shit to prevent your body from doing its own work must be taxing on your mind yeah that makes sense anyway he's not gonna fucking do that uh, he's <laughs> enraged he's going cyber psycho i'm not gonna go cyber psycho. <laughs> um we see my guy falco in this room I love Falco. Falco's so, Falco's so cool. He's got such a great character design. He looks like a cyberpunk. Uh, you know, he 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 looks like a bartender. Basically, he's got like that sort of vest, sort of a uh, mustache look. Uh, he looks like a craft cocktail guy, but he's he's so cool and he's like less chromed than everyone else, which I like. It kind of makes that kind of makes him distinct in and of itself. So Falco's in there, and then we also see Tanaka, who is just fucked up. I mean, he has like gotten the shit kicked out of him, and he is he is all uh, uh, tied up or chained up. I can't remember if the chain is in the sequence. I think the chain is later. So Kiwi is in the bathtub next to him. Um, she's doing some data mining, and everyone's like, "We got to figure out this information. We got to get this out of him." But David's like, "What the fuck's going on with Maine?" Uh, Maine goes crazy. Maine attacks Kiwi. Yeah, beats the shit out of her. Uh, snaps out of it. And is like, "What the fuck did I do?" There is a so Kiwi's wears a mask throughout most of the series. Mm-hmm. She gets demasked here. He like punches the mask off of her, and that is fucking nasty. That she just has this huge gaping hole in her face. Yeah, and that yeah. also makes me think like, to what end? Like at some point she got this fake like face implant, or did she have like a massive wound and this is covering it? Like what is happening exactly? It's never answered. And what could what could the what could the jaw help? That's robot what, jaw help with. That's what I'm wondering. Like, if this is a, that's what makes me think it's to like repair some sort of wound. Mm-hmm. Because if this was an actual implant, like to what end? What is the utility yeah. of this you, fake mask? Do you guys want me to try my hand at a Nick and Matt joke? Yeah, yeah. please. <clears throat> no one paid attention to me till I put on the mask. <laughs> Does that work? That's good. That's really good. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, Jay Leno. <laughs> uh so okay so dorio and falco restrain him uh love love falco uh yeah and you know i just have my notes repeatedly like mains going cyber psycho and yeah. cyber psychosis because that's just like it's like they're not they're underlining it and then highlighting it and yeah. then making the text bold they're like trying to not be subtle at can all I, in terms of what's happening here can, can i say something about falco please i love in media 
when a character doesn't look like the rest of the other characters. That's what's so great about it. It's, it's awesome. like, yeah, he's not like, he's like, look, I'm just going to be a guy. Yes. Like, I'm just going to hang out. I got, like, my, my thing is I got a mustache. Is that yeah. enough for you? You know? He, he's got, like, the sort of, like, 70s hair. Yeah. Like, sort of, like, I don't know. It's like, it's, he's sort of old-timey. I, 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 he looks like a persona character. Yeah. He does, yeah. I just, I love that. I can't point to another example, but, like, when it pops up in something, I'm like, this is great. I love this. There's a, there's a, a concept in Ghost in the Shell. Uh, another classic of cyberpunk mm-hmm. uh, literature, manga, anime, etc., uh, where a character is very little chromed, uh, to use cyberpunk's lingo, not not uh, Ghost in the Shells, and, and he, it is because if you over specialize your team then you are breeding in weakness. Mm -hmm. So, like, you have to have somebody running with you who is not as intensely cyberpunked because if you encounter a situation where, like, everybody gets EMP'd, you need somebody who can still run. Okay, so they're like, fuck, what do we do? How do we subdue this guy? And they call Lucy. But Lucy's like, I don't want to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, you know, because they also, they're, they're not just trying to subdue Maine. They're also trying to get the data out of Tanaka. Uh, but we're starting to get a, some very strong hints that we will get to more detail on in subsequent episodes about Lucy's connection to Arasaka. And knowing that this is an Arasaka job, she is extremely reluctant. And it's kind of a tender moment where she basically needs David to say, like, I need you to say that you need me to do this. Like, yeah. I need you to tell me that I have to do this. Um, and that's, uh, you know, that's how he convinces her. Uh, okay, so Faraday calls them. Uh, Tanaka wakes the fuck up. He's so fucked up physically. Yeah. He's just gotten the shit beaten out of him again. Yeah, chained up. He's in tidy whitey. His whole face is fucking swollen. Uh, and uh, he starts good. talking. All right, he looks fine. He we don't want body fine. shame anyone. Yeah, you know, uh, actually, he's goals. <laughs> so this uh, this fucked up looking guy is talking <laughs> to them, and he starts talking to David, and he's like, look, man, I wanted to get you back at the academy. I saw what you could do. You know, he's trying to butter him up. He keeps talking, um, and, uh, you know, he's trying to, to get him to, to, to get in on it. Uh, Militech is... Involved, he's got some suspicion about that that's going on. Uh, Lucy again is persuaded because David says he needs her to do that. Uh, David Lucy's going through the data, and as she is going through the information, um, and this is where she reveals the deep dive port in the back of her skull, right? There's a point so, yeah. in this episode yeah. where she's got like a huge, just like gaping hole. It's really, it's another thing that's just like unsettling. Uh, but she's downloading data, data, and as she's doing this, she finds David's profile, and she understands his connection to Arasaka. Uh, meanwhile, Maine and Dorio discover that Tanaka's awake. They're panicking. Uh, can we just talk about David and Maine's jackets real quick, which is, I just have a note, that's just like the... The jackets look cool, but an underrated part I feel like is just like they've got these popped collars that have like a neon kind of underlight. Yeah. That just looks so awesome. I've seen cosplayers with that like LED embedded. Wow. It's so fu- – it looks yeah, it's really so cool. – I don't understand. Fucking make that jacket. Yeah. Just make that a wide release jacket. We need to like accelerate the shitty future that we live in. So like right. I think so we need to just ca- – have the clothes catch up and then it, it could sort of feel more appropriate. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the fact that we're all still wearing jeans. 
What, what are we doing? doing? Wearing jeans? Yeah. Well, wearing jeans? Well, the last 23 years have been on loop. Hmm. Like culturally mm. and, yeah. and clothing-wise. Yes. So like, the, you know, they're rebooting The Office. And it's like, why? The The Office, ha- like nothing in The Office has changed. Right. Why would you reboot The Office? Work yeah. still stinks. Yeah. I mean, unless it's going to be a bunch of fucking like remote work jokes. I'm sure it'll be some of that. I, I think. I think. I wonder Ugh. if the the cycle is going to get even tighter. I wonder if we're going to get to a point where we're just going to start repeat, repeating like the same nine years by the time we're about to die. Oh, great! They're going to reboot this show. This this show. Okay, so uh, Maine grabs a tranquilizer, which David was going to use to subdue uh, Tanaka, and but then Tanaka gets electrocuted. Um, they are able to save Lucy. Uh, they get Tanaka back, but Dorio's like the jammer, which they were using to suppress Tanaka's t- uh, fucking trauma team, is all busted. And so fucking trauma team is on the wagon. It's trauma team. That fucking platinum plan. The, the fucking ambulance is coming. We got to get out. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, think of how scary the paramedics would be if, like, they got out of an ambulance and they both just had, like, assault rifles. It's just like, Jesus Christ. Is it? Uh, don't call 911 in any in- circumstance. Yeah, it's kind of shocking that they don't. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so as they're getting out of there... Uh, David uses the Sendevistan. Um, he gets Lucy out of there. She is like talking about the truth, telling David what's going on. Uh, she's like, it's a scam. But David's like, you're full of shit. Uh, and you're just afraid what's, of what we actually, uh, you know, are lo- going to learn from here. Uh, Main and Dorio are trying to get Tanaka out of there. Um, and uh, trauma team shows up. Also, NCPD shows up. And now Main is going fucking full on cyber psycho. And, you know, it's the thing where you start to get reached a point in the show, and I think it's this episode that really hammers its home, where, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has the Foot Clan, and yeah. they basically just exist as guys that the Ninja Turtles can beat the shit out of, like robots that they can just, like, knock to, to smithereens. They're always like, oh, it's the Foot Clan, but yeah. they always got it. They just knock out all of them. They, there is that in this show, but they're just uniformed cops. It's just like anytime cops show up, they're going to get murdered by the dozen. Yeah. And they all get like just fucking absolutely brutalized by me. Despite having the best sounding uh, sidekicks, which are the yeah. drones that go burn it. <laughs> <laughs> so NC- NCPD is getting uh, murked by the bucket full. Uh, Dorio gets fucking shot. Maine goes crazy. He kills Tanaka. Um, and uh, David is like, I got to help them. He gets out. He leaves her alone, leaves Lucy alone, gets the fuck out of there, uses the San Devastan and, and to Lucy's rush on. And Lucy's like, don't go. Don't go. She doesn't want him don't to go. Don't go. Don't go. And and you're like, oh, man, what an arc we've had from this girl who like double double crossed this dude to a, yeah. a, like, a girl in the car being like, please don't. Leave. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he's going there. He's determined to rescue his mentor. Um, Max Tack is arriving. Max Tack is like their SWAT machine, but their SWAT team, but just a heightened SWAT team. Uh, Main is like, I know I'm going to fucking die. This is the end. And so he basically builds like a barricade out of like explosives and ammunition and also like puts uh, Dorio up on there, kind of like a funeral pyre. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going. 
I, I can't just say like yeah, I, I think we talk about it about once per episode, but I just really want to emphasize how amazing the show looks. And when Maine goes full cyber psycho, it's it's mad. It's like kind of what you were talking about. It's just like it being so violent. It's funny, but it looks so awesome when he's just like liquidating cops. Like he's just like gooifying a whole bunch of them. In I think all part of that is also violent ways. Part of that's also that it's it's cops. Yeah, so sure. Like, this rocks. So this is good. But, but it, it's also like he has this like. He has this moment mm-hmm. where he goes cyber psycho and he's like sort of acting normal and then he sort of gets all like like jokerfied kind yeah. of like he has like a big smile or something and he's I can't remember what he says the moment he does it but he says something and I was like oh this is kind of scary this is like this is this is fucked up you I, s- you see see people like cy- like glitch in and out of the real world when they're when they have cyber psychosis and I think it's rendered really well here yeah he, he he keeps cutting to this desert which was like a place that meant something to him when he was young when he was free before he was chromed up and you he keeps cutting to that landscape in his mind as David is trying to like negotiate with him. Like even the the barricade that he's built in the room, when you see that from his perspective, it's like a bundle of wood in right. the desert. Yeah. So he's got all this shit, like his brain is completely broken. He's going out in a blaze of glory. Uh, his partner is dead. Uh, and David Delta's out of there. And he goes back to Lucy and they're driving away, uh, driving away from it all, uh, driving into the morning light as... David is like looking at Maine's severed cyber arm, the thing that he was eyeing earlier. And he's fucking got it. It's 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 a it's a really it's a one of the one of the harder hitting, uh, more just well crafted uh, episodes of the series, just in terms of how it it moves forward the plot and the individual set pieces are the way they're laid out. Chekhov's cyberware. Mmm. Nice. Well said. Nice. I've nice. read a couple of things here and there. So we've had we've had Aristotle, we've had Chekhov, mm-hmm. and I'd like to maybe finish the episode with a quote from Plato. Mm. Plato writes, "Never pour salt in your auto jacker." <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt and I are back with Yuri Kuri, the chain reactions of Harui Suzumiya, Blue Talk, Chum Talk, Chum Talk. Choom Jack. Choom Talk. Choom Jack. <laughs> and we're Choom Talking about episodes three and four, Smooth Criminal and Lucky You. Let's hear some of your thoughts. Just a couple Chooms talking. Here we go. This one's from Jeff. Sup, Jeff? Jeff. Sup, Jeff. Jeff's just one of the Chooms. Uh, Jeff's my Choom. Jeff's my Choom. What's up, my Choom? Uh, some people have been saying Jeff's a gonk. I'm like, those no, guys, they, they're gonks. Jeff's my Choom. Here's the thing about Jeff. Uh-huh. He's not a gonk. He's not a gonk. He's, He's a my choom. choom. And if you think Jeff's a gonk and not a choom, you can delta on out of here. <laughs> All right? Uh, <clears throat> Jeff writes. Hi, Jeff. What's up, my choom? Jeff writes, <laughs> playing cyberpunk right when this dropped. All that for <laughs> a short comment, but it's a good comment. I'm glad you were. That's that's that's, that's the part of the the joy of the autumn of cyberpunk. You can be playing cyberpunk and then or watching the cyberpunk uh, anime, and then guess what? The podcast covering cyberpunk comes out too. It's all sort of one big experience, is it not? That's synergy, baby. Yeah, that's synergy. Um, this next one's from our old pal, the Mooch, David Moochie. 
What's up, Mooch? What's up, Mooch? Hmm, Mooch kind of sounds like Choom, but actually, the Mooch is a gonk. Well, the the Mooch is a, a Scaramucci. Oh, yeah, Scaramucci. Not, not our Mooch. No, our Mooch is not a gonk, but the Mooch, Scaramucci. The Mooch, yeah. BGE, Big Gonk Energy. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mooch is just, Emma, you, you, you flip, you, you turn that word around and flip the C and the H, you got Choom. I, wow. That, that really shook me to my core. <laughs> <laughs> Chooms are all around us, aren't they, Nick? Isn't that something? Chooms uh, are all around us. Uh, uh, David Mucci writes, I'm a bit behind on this show, but I'm in Tokyo, so hopefully that makes up for it. They really love Evangelion here. Played an Evangelion-themed pachinko machine and lost immediately. I don't know how to play pachinko. Edit. I just played a fucking Evangelion virtual reality motion simulator game in EVA 01. Christ, this place is amazing. That's wild. I I talked to somebody pretty recently about uh, their their trip to Japan, and I know that I've felt this way when Heather has spoken about it as well. I need to get I need to touch down over there. I gotta get I gotta get over there. See what's going on because every the way people have talked about it, every person that I know that has gone has told me something different about it that has made me want to go. It seems like a cool place to travel, and yeah. it also, again, just seems like a more functional society, kind of makes Los Angeles look like Night City Did you know in comparison. that, that the, um, well, obviously, we know all, you know all about the rail system, or uh, yeah. are a fan of their, their rail system uh, from afar. I didn't realize, this was, this was communicated to me recently, it's clean down there. It's clean and it's air conditioned down there, and there are like great stores and shops and restaurants down there. Yeah, you know, I mean, look, I, I I try to take the L.A. Metro as much as I can. I was on the train yesterday and, you know, just it's just you keep dealing with uh, it's it, it's kind of it's very a, a depressing sight. A lot of times people just like absolutely fucking zooted on some narcotic or yeah. yesterday in the train station. There was just someone just yelling, I need help. Which is just like, oh, that's yeah. grim. Yeah, because you're, you're like, I can't. You, what do we, What do I do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and that's then tough. Yeah, yeah, and then just like a drunk guy trying to fight people, and like that was all like one like just commute. I was like dealing with all that, and it's just like, eh, it would be nice if you know the society was a little bit less. You dystopian. told that story. I, I don't think on this show, maybe on Doughboys, where some lady was yelling at people for them to pull their dicks out. Yeah, she was yelling, "Show me your dick." Yeah. With the cadence of uh, Captain Falcon's taunt in Smash Brothers, show me your moves. Like, just yelling, show me your dick at strangers. I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay, I don't buddy. This. I'm just trying to get home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the bus, buddy. <laughs> um, this next one is from Luigi. Yahoo! <laughs> Wow, I, and this is on this very week at the end of this week, Super Mario Wonder drops, and we got a, a comment from Luigi uh, themselves. Wonder how I'll be spending my weekend. Uh, yeah, I wonder how you're gonna fucking pull the switch out of my goddamn hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm wondering how I'm going to finish uh, Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty. <laughs> uh, but it's it's going to happen. I'm, ah, I'm, fuck! What am I going to do? That's pretty, it's pretty close. Matt, anyway, it's, what am I going to do? We can't. We're, we, we can't. That's also, a different. Different. We'll talk about that separately. It's fine. We'll figure it, it we out. We sort of did talk about it last week. <laughs> we we yeah. can't keep talking about. It. <laughs> what What are you drinking? It looks like like a. If I had to guess from the can alone, oh, it is a fucking Coke. I knew it's a Coke. God damn you! It looks. I'm great. trying to have. I'm trying to have fewer of these, but I get it. There's a cherry vanilla Coke Zero. Oh, fuck. And I was like, ah, I can't fucking resist this. Today. I'm going to, oh, I just went to the dentist again today. Uh, I shouldn't have that, but now I want that so bad. There's yeah. not a place for me to get it nearby, luckily, so I think I'll be okay. Uh, anyway, that's, we, that's the issue. This yeah. is just in my house. <laughs> yeah. So if it's just in LA, it's just here, I'm just like, well, I'm going to drink this. Yeah. Uh, the can looks so inviting. Talk yeah, about I know. good branding and like, uh, like that's a nice color too. That's great. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so Luigi writes, so glad to see you're covering Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I've been working my way through your catalog to catch up, and I'm so glad I made it to this point. I will gladly re-experience the trauma this show inflicted upon me with you all. P.S. When you played I Really Want to Stay at Your House on the previous episode, you ruined my day. Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> this is a reaction of a lot of people to hearing that song. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh man, everything's hard and sad. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this next one is from Cowboy Weebop, which by the way, cool I, gotta, name. I gotta finish, I gotta get back into Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, you gotta. I, I don't know what the hell I did. Um, watching a bad, weird Batman anime last week, what was I thinking? Um, <laughs> revisiting the show, I'm still blown away by how incredible the palette is. Every frame just oozes cyberpunk eye candy and I effing love it. It's also so unified art It's also so unified artistically. Like every aspect from look to sound effects to acting, music feels like part of a whole. It reminds me of the way Persona 5 is stylistically to- totally unified like this too. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's very, you know, it's obviously very different in what it's doing, yeah. but yeah, the the complete the cohesion is is it's a really great observation because it's fully there it feels like this wholly realized object and a lot of times with series it's like they're kind of uneven they've got sequences that kind of pop out a little bit um but here yeah it's absolutely every aspect uh from the from the opening to the credits it's nice when a work can feel like that because no i think every every artistic work probably strives for that type of this motherfucker's got two drinks over here you got a liquid death too Look, I'm not going to look, I've been podcasting for a while now, Matt. All right. I'm not going to come into a fucking record with one drink. Let's just like some fucking guy. You're just a thirsty little bitch. All right. Just say it. Yeah, I'm fine. I am. (laughs) I'm a thirsty little bitch. I'm just jealous because you can't see where you can kind of see where I am. But do you see a single drink in frame? No, that's but that's on you. I'm a thirsty little bitch. Yeah. I see your drinks. I want to sip. You got to come in with a bev and a backup bev. Yeah, I smashed a coffee me before I those got gums. here, and uh, that surprisingly didn't hydrate me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, weird. Yeah, but uh, it's liquid. Yeah, I know it's 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 and also it's mostly water. If you really stop and think about that, yeah, it's mostly water. Um, Beer is actually mostly water. Did you know that? Uh, yeah, and I drink it like I'm a fucking fish. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with us? Um, uh, oh man, a nice cold one—that'd be so great. It's a little early. 
a little early in the day as 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 of this recording for a, for a nice cold brew dog. But, yeah, you know, can't, you five can't, o'clock somewhere. Sometimes you can't say no to a nice. It's true. What if it was ice cold and it was just like the most perfect one you'd ever seen? And somebody yeah, handed I mean, it to you right now. I couldn't resist. It, it would make me too sleepy as the issue. Mm-hmm. You got because I'm even before lunch now, so I'd just be like, I you know, I'd, I'd yeah, I'd I'd feel pretty zonked, but <laughs> zonked and gonked over here. <laughs> uh, this next one's from Michael Pemulus. What's up, Michael? Hi, Michael. Thinking about that silly ninja Batman and how the Japanese might think the symbol is cool and that centuries later the bat symbol might show up on the sides of Japanese zeros and how in present-day U.S. Batman has an even bigger PR problem. Bruce Wayne has money, sure, but like most rich assholes, he might not be too bright. Because <laughs> this is, yeah, he had, the, he had the bat symbol on his, like, horse and shaved into the top of his head, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think I think that is an issue at large with superheroes in general. They're too interested in the brand. They're too interested in having some sort of symbol that evokes fear or, you know, something in, in, in that regard. And I think the best thing you could do is actually um, not have something like that. <laughs> Just, like, be anonymous. Right. Yeah. Once you, but the thing is, you want to be able to, because there's a little bit of narcissism at play when you're like, you know what, I'm going to be above the law. I'm going to be this vigilante who I'll I'll be judge, jury, and executioner if need be. Like, I I am the person who should do that. You're going to have some sort of brand. You're going to have a little lightning bolt on your chest or whatever. Well, in not unlike what it must be like to be the president or something. You have to be a psycho to be uh, like a superhero. You're like, I'm crazy. I'm going to be, I'm going to have my own personality. I'm going to have the personality that's a cover for my secret identity. And I'm also going to have my secret identity. You're crazy. That's like a crazy person behavior. Well, I think that's partly why the, the Tony Stark, the MCU, Tony Stark, the Robert Downey Jr. Tony Stark is like one of the more interesting, you know, modern versions is just because yeah. it's like oh this is this guy is actually uh, evoking the ego uh, maniacal impulses of like a captain of industry and what would happen if that person had access to some sort of technology yes that would let them you know uh be a super soldier like how would they behave and he's like i am iron man i'm the fucking guy look at me you know make a big deal about me you know yes i'm gonna drop Sokovia really on the entire nation and then you right. know then get in trouble uh yeah, if Elon Musk had uh soup like a superhero identity day one, he's like, It's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. Exactly, yeah. Um Yeah, I I I, I look, I love I love these this is this is our this is uh you know, this is our folklore. This is our these are our stories, our myths. Mm, right. So I just I I really I really love these characters. Um this next one's from Derek Allen. What's up, Derek? Hi, Derek. Derek writes, the CyberCycro went nuts after getting a chrome hog. A.E. Reinhardt writes. I was, Wait, to- was that the full comment? Yeah, that was it. Uh- <laughs> well, we should respond to that. I mean, it's a good, it's a trenchant observation. Do you think that's what happened? He got a chrome hog and then he went CyberPsycho? I think it's totally possible. You never know. It's, it's always like the one, the one additional bit of chrome you get. That will push you over the edge. You know, it's it's yeah. like it's not the it's not the first one. Yeah, it is the last. Yeah. One drink is too many, but a thousand drinks is not enough. It's well, the same yeah. sort of thing with any sort of com- like compulsion is just you start you just keep adding on and adding on. And you reach a certain point and 
stuff that puts you over the edge. It might have been that chrome hog. I heard something recently about, because I was remarking upon how a certain television celebrity who is of a certain age uh-huh. looks really good. Very vague. I'll tell you who it is after. I don't want okay. to get in trouble. Sure. He looks great for his age. He's in his 60s. Looks quite young. Mm-hmm. Not young, but you know, doesn't look how 60 used to look when I was a kid. Sure. And my friend made an, a, a nice observation that said, a good doctor tells you when to stop. Mm. And so he, he's, he very obviously has work and has, I think, commented on this work. So I couldn't be vague. I'm talking about Jeff Probst. Jeff Probst has some, <laughs> has, some, has some nice work done, but he also must have one of the best doctors in the biz because it's very subtle. It's setting yeah, well. He, right. If you look at Jeff Probst now, he's like, he, st- he looks like he's young for his age, but yes. he doesn't look like he's tr- he's not a human being. No, exactly. And yeah. I think I think that concept does not carry over into the world of cyberpunk because these Ripper docs are just like, yeah, whatever. I'll put this right. I'll put this in you. But I guess they do have the ones that are like, you're pretty dangerous to going. You're pretty close to going cyber psycho. Here, here's the thing, though. I think this is true with because there are a lot of people who uh, plastic surgery. They've they've done they've gotten too much work done. Mm-hmm. They've gone too far. And like that, like there are, will always be somebody who will accept your money. You, you, oh, you, yes. you like if, if someone tells you, hey, no, you probably shouldn't do this, but you're determined to do it. You'll be able to find someone somewhere mm-hmm. uh, who will who will do the procedure for you. And then you end up looking like those. You said, remember those French twins, uh, RIP, that like just had like the big bloated lips and the fake cheekbones oh, and like the yeah. the 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 super eye lifts and they look just looked insane. Can I say um, this? And is this bad to say after you said this? Uh huh. And lay twins. I <laughs> know <laughs> that was good to say. Um, What's yeah. crazy about those those guys? If you look at though them when they were young, um, it's. <laughs> The first, if I just if I just put into being French twins, the first thing that comes up is these like extremely plastic surgical, <laughs> like, <laughs> the, like that's like oh French twins, oh we know who you're looking for the plastic surgery gone wrong guys, the guys um, under the Daft Punk helmets, yeah, <laughs> the Bogdanov twins. Oh god! Uh, but yeah. if you look at the Bogdanov twins when they were young. They were like super hunky. They're handsome guys. They're, they're really handsome, like like you know, twenty thirty somethings. And then later in life, they both developed the same like addiction to just having like huge fake cheeks yeah. and lips. I'd like to look like the Joker when he put uh, regular skin makeup on his white face. Yeah. <laughs> How horrible! Yeah, I, I think I think you know, time comes for us all. I can't say that I wouldn't get a little little zhuzh here or there, but uh, I would hope that I, I wouldn't, uh, or that at least my doctor would be like, don't go don't go nuts, my man. Right. Well, I'm reading a Haruki Murakami book right now, and he's like talking about just the, uh, I forget the exact way it was phrased, but it was like, you know, aging is like, a, if you're lucky enough to live long, to live a long time, um uh you know your body accepting old age is like an is like like think of that as like an honor it's like your body starting to fail and and change and you know that that's just that's just like part of the mm-hmm. the, the, the the i, I don't know that there was the, the way he put it was i'm i'm doing a bad job of i i could just look up the passage and read it but i'm but it basically was trying to frame it in a way of just of accepting that 
and understanding that that's part of the privilege of getting old is like feeling what that is like and experiencing what it's like to have your body go through those changes. Oh so, yeah. 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 I think, I think as I, opposed I, to trying, once you try to fight it, you start to look, you know, it, 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 it always feels a little bit, it, or oftentimes the end result is not great unless you're probes. Yeah. Unless, unless, unless you got the best, he probably wears a lot of sunscreen too. This guy looks like he takes care of himself. He's like a fit guy. We love probes here on the show. Um, sunscreen is huge. I, I, this is what I'm learning. I'm learning that yeah. I actually have to wear it every <laughs> single day, regardless of whatever the pigment of my skin may be. You have to wear it constantly. Yeah. Um, it's it's very good. It's it's good for you. Um, uh, finally, this last one from A. E. Reinhardt writes. What's up? What's up, A. Artificial intelligence is that something? Well, there's Titan A. E. After Earth. Mm. That's what I think of with AE. AE, yeah, Titan AE. Yeah. I think I've seen that. Um this is another this is another uh comment about the Ninja Batman film that I watched last week. <laughs> I I was totally going to recommend Ninja Batman or Batman Ninja if the pod ever needed recommendations just because of how banana pants it is. I watched it years ago and I'm still not sure I fully processed what the fuck I saw. It's very strange. It's like I feel like it's if we wanted to do maybe like a month in the future where we did like game slop, but anime slop, or I don't know what you'd call it, uh, but like something where we watched bad ones. Because I don't even know if it's fully bad, but it is strange. I think it's it's probably worth doing a one off episode at minimum at some point yeah. since we've talked about it at length. Now my curiosity has peaked, yeah. and you, you had know. my curiosity. Now you have my attention. There you go. <laughs> Also, I like that multiple comments are not like edge runners observations, but are like, I also watched Ninja Batman. Yeah, that, that's right. It was weird. <laughs> wasn't wasn't the homework, but uh, <laughs> I guess yeah, enjoy what you enjoy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's either that or comments about Chrome Hogs. Um, so that was it for this week's Choom Talk. Thanks so much for writing your comments. And next week we'll uh, we'll read your comments about episodes five and six as we discuss episodes seven and eight. That's right. Stronger and Stay are on deck. And let us know what you think about All Eyes on Me and Girl on Fire. And um, as for me, this, this guy is over here is fucking just taking a piss. He's, I'm just angry at him. I'm just going to go try to I'm just going to yell at him real quick. <laughs> I'm go yell at this guy who's pissing. Why? why you're going to go yell at this guy who's pissing. Yeah, I'm just like, what's this guy's problem? Hey, man, what are you fucking pissing for? What are you doing? Get that kick, knock it off. I got this empty cup right here next to me, buddy. <laughs> oh. <laughs>